When I say that I never knew my austere father to be in a mode of but one poem in all the long half-century that he lived, persons who knew him will easily believe me. When I say that I have never composed but one poem in all the long third of a century that I have lived, persons who know me will be sincerely grateful. And finally, when I say that the poem which I composed was not of the one my father was in a mode of, Persons who may have known us both will not need to have this truth shot into them with a mountain howitzer before they can receive it. My father and I were always on the most distant terms when I was a boy. Sort of armed neutrality, so to speak. At irregular intervals this neutrality was broken and suffering ensued. But I will be candid enough to say that the breaking and the suffering were always divided up with strict impartiality between us. Which is to say, my father did the breaking and I did the suffering. As a general thing, I was a backward, cautious, unadventurous boy, but I once jumped off a two-story table. Another time I gave an elephant a plug of tobacco and retired without waiting for an answer, and still another time I pretended to be talking in my sleep, and got off a portion of a very wretched original conundrum in the hearing of my father. Let us not pry into the result. It was of no consequence to anyone but me. But well, the poem I have referred to as attracting my father's attention and achieving his favor was Hiawatha. Some man who quoted a sudden and awful death presented him an early copy. And I never lost faith in my own senses until I saw him sit down and go to reading it in cold blood, saw him open the book, and heard him read these following lines with the same infectionless judicial fragility which he always read his charge to the jury, or administered an oath to a witness. Take your bow, O Hiawatha, take your arrows, jasper-headed, take your war-club, Pagawagan, and your mittens, Minjikawan, and your birch-canoe for sailing, and the oil of Mishinama.